1: Good evening, folks. This is your updated Tuesday evening version of It's News to Us, our daily podcast, taking a look at the day's top stories. This is updated because when we originally recorded, uh, we didn't have the result of the Hanover transgender bathroom vote. Now we do. The school board voted to approve the policy uh, five to two, it wasn't very close. Um, and so now starting on Tuesday, when Hanover students go to school for the first day, um, any transgender student wanting to use the bathroom conforming to their gender identity will have to basically appeal all the way up to the school board. Uh, and then the school board will have the final say. There was an attempt to try and remove a potential request for a background check, but board members argued, um, And brought up the Loudon case, which I should point out, um, this Loudon case that keeps on being cited here isn't exactly relevant, um, but said that they felt that the background check was warranted. Uh, In this Loudon case, there was a sexual assault in a bathroom uh, at a Loudon County High School. But in that case, it didn't involve a transgender student, and it was before a Loudon actually had their transgender policy in place. So it's not really relevant to the Hanover discussion, but it was brought up as part of the reason for keeping the background check portion in place. So in any case, the policy will be in effect on Tuesday when the, uh, when the uh, school year starts in Hanover, Hanover is the last uh, local district that actually goes in and, um, Opponents have already come out against it. The ACLU has already started tweeting about it, saying it forces transgender students to uh, jump through hoops. I know during the uh, public hearing two weeks ago, supporters were saying they actually wanted a tighter policy. They wanted it limited just to high schoolers. They didn't want middle schoolers and younger to be able to take advantage of it. Uh, they felt that that was too young for them to even be having this discussion, uh, but just limited to high schoolers. Um, the policy basically covers everyone as of right now. Um this also comes, uh, weirdly, as 8 News is reporting that the uh, Board of Supervisors is discussing potentially removing a school board member. We don't know which one, and we don't know why, uh, but that's going to be something to keep an eye on as we move into September as well. So again, uh, in this update, uh, for those of you who are downloading the newer version of uh, the podcast, uh, Hanover did approve its uh, transgender um Bathroom policy, uh, five to two. Um, and so now that will take effect when the school year starts, uh, on Tuesday. We'll we'll move on, um, you know, and talk about the next story. Um, interesting, uh, incident out in Chesterfield, which you, uh, you covered at, It's actually not all that far from, from my house. Um, but, um, this, uh, shooting that occurred out um at a new set of condos, not far from Woodlake. If you could just sort of talk about David uh the the information you were able to get from Chesterfield police and of course what what uh CBS6 and of course John Burkett who is well plugged into to police departments around the area what they've been able to find out.
2: Yes. So the uh, the press release that was put out by Chesterfield uh police at uh nine or ten last night basically uh said that you know there was a call there was a report of a shooting incident happening uh at this apartment building in Chesterfield. um and when they arrived they found an adult male with multiple gunshot wounds uh that man was taken to a local hospital where he's being treated and um that then no arrests have been made they're still looking for whoever did it that was pretty much where they left it um they asked people to call them or call crime solvers if they had any further information. And then um, CBS six and John Burkett re- reported this morning that you know he had talked to a witness at uh, the apartment building, and apparently, according to this witness, uh, they heard their neighbor shout "Don't shoot!" and then went outside to see what was going on, and then watched their neighbor leap from a third floor balcony as they were shot um and then the neighbor of course went and tended to the person who had just been shot uh and they saw two people flee uh two men flee from the apartment building and uh the police apparently uh used dogs to sort of track the scent up to the point of some sort of municipal ponds yeah. and that's so there was a lot more information that came out this morning, um, and it's a much sort of more dramatic <laughs> case than maybe the initial press release suggested.
1: Right. Now, now we ha- like we said, we haven't had a word of any arrests. couple of things no. here. Um, I've got to believe, OK, just based on years of experience, that one, this wasn't anything random because it's not as if police were, were warning uh People in the nearby area. Again, I don't live that mm-hmm. far from there. Um, yeah. <laughs> that that this was a random incident to be, you know, to to be on the lookout or, or concerned. Uh, that tells mm-hmm. me that there was this was something that had a connection to to the person involved. Um, mm-hmm. Two, I will tell you, I've watched those condos get built over <laughs> the last yeah. uh, year or so, and that was not a soft landing. That I mean, they 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 they, they there's not much green grass in that area since they've built that up mm-hmm. to jump from a third floor. I I mean, he had to have suffered not only from being shot, but serious injuries jumping from the third floor um, and hitting the ground because that there, there, there would have been nothing there to cushion his fault.
2: Yes. I mean, yeah. Three stories is no joke. And so, yeah, that's one thing I didn't the uh, from what I have seen uh, you know, they haven't gone into much detail about, the actual you know extent of this person's injuries except that they're still in the hospital and in at least as of an hour or two ago in critical condition um but and that just says that they suffered multiple gunshot wounds but you're right a huge part of that is probably also falling 30 feet
1: yeah Uh, yeah it's it's it it, it, it would be a steep drop and and it's not even level terrain there really um i mean really it's 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 hilly um and for those who, who aren't watching the video, because we aren't producing the video, I'm literally showing how, you know, the the slope. It's it's not it's not, a, you know, this is not a situation where he was landing on soft flat grass. This was, yeah, this was problematic. Um, so but again, uh, you know, obviously as we find out more from Chesterfield Police, uh, we'll make sure that everyone else, you know, gets the same information that that we do as well. Speaking of Chesterfield, um, and and this is Partly on me. I mean, I I pride myself on being a news guy and in the know about all of this stuff. Um, I didn't realize until just recently that myself as a Chesterfield resident is voting on a bond issue this (laughs) this November. Um, I I guess it just I missed it when it was first uh, first introduced. I think I was actually on vacation and out of town that week. Um, But there's a five hundred forty excuse me, five hundred forty million dollar bond issue um, up in front of the voters this year. Uh, we'll do everything from uh, help build a new high school out along Hall Street to uh, adding extensions and, and uh, renovations to Thomas Dale, which is incredibly crowded, and uh, also for police stations and fire stations and parks and everything. Um, but, but basically, Chesterfield is is lobbying the residents for it, and they're going to have a meeting starting uh, meetings starting next Tuesday. The first one is at uh, CTC Hall for old timers. That's the old Clover Hill on Hall Street. Um, And, uh, you know, they'll they'll be making their case to the voters uh, really starting uh, next Tuesday. They're starting this now. You think, okay, November is still some time away. We're only in August. But one, September is next week. Actually, September is in just a few days. But um, two, early voting starts September 23rd. So they've really got to start to convince voters early on um, because a lot of people are going to go to the polls relatively early. You know, it's just the, the new thing over the last couple of years go, you know, vote, uh, vote early, not often, but vote early. Uh, and um, so they're, they're trying to make their case early on. And, and if you want to see all of the projects that are in this, uh, you know, I named a few, I've got a link on the website um, and you can go, go ahead and and, and do that as well. Um, speaking of projects and difficulties and roads and everything, you, uh, you actually uh, talked to VDOT today. They had a big issue up on uh, I-81 today as well, correct? Yes.
2: So they, There was at about four this morning, uh, there was a single vehicle crash, a tractor trailer overturned on 81 North, uh, right around uh, sort of mile marker 211 is I believe what they said. Um, And uh, it wound up being a bit more trouble than, you know, an overturned tractor trailer is already uh, tough to deal with for VDOT. But this tractor trailer among its cargo was some sort of highly flammable powder. Um, so it became a hazardous material cleanup on top of dealing with this wreck in the middle of one of Virginia's only interstates. Um, so for most of the day, um, they were, they had shut down this, you know, roughly 20 mile section of I-81, uh, and were detouring people via, uh, route 11 northbound, um, which was a problem just because route 11 large portions of it are a uh, single lane highway yeah. not prepared for 81 level of traffic um so heck, you
1: know was, heck 81 isn't prepared for 81 levels <laughs> of traffic Tooth, tooth, be anyone who Seriously. lives along 81 will tell you that
2: <laughs> yes no it's but yes and this was out in sort of where augusta county meets rockbridge county a uh, lot of tractor trailers a lot of you know big uh 18 wheelers you know that's a lot for uh route route 11 to handle uh but they were worried uh, or they were saying you know hopefully it would be uh done by this afternoon they were concerned it would uh, affect people's commutes and they as of about an hour ago i believe 81 is fully back back up and running open to the public again so that's good that it's not it it didn't end up, uh, affecting people's commutes or, uh, trips back from school and that sort of thing.
1: Yeah. I will tell you from, from talking to people who live up in Harrisonburg and, and really along uh, long 81 down to Augusta, probably about to, to where 64, you know, meets up with 64, but you know, really actually, if you want to go even further down towards Virginia Tech, I don't think there's a single person who likes 81 whatsoever. Yeah. Uh,
2: I'm, I'm yeah, it's not a fun. There's so many just, you know, massive trucks, uh, se- semis, that is. That
1: yeah. I mean, nor- nor- Northern, Vir- Northern Virginians complain about traffic, you know, on the Beltway. Uh, people in Hampton Roads complain about the traffic and everything in the tunnels. But I think that the hatred is stronger for 81 for 80, for people who live along that than either one of those other two.
2: Yes. And specifically, 81 North is yes, is harrowing at yeah, times. No.
1: So, yeah, it's just, it's just not a fun drive and it's, and it's, it's two lanes and it's always crowded with trucks and they're, they're always heading from Northern, Northern reaches all the way down to Withville. They're, they're, they're doing the whole, the whole way. It's just not a fun drive. So that's why whenever I go to Virginia Tech, I just take 460, which actually is not a fun drive either, truth be told, but yeah. it's not 81. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, so, um, but again, that's, that's basically what we have for you today um, you know, the stuff that we were able to cover. We did, uh, we tried to get some information from the tax department. We're looking at some of the tax implications of, uh, what, uh, student loan forgiveness may be. I have just recently gotten some, uh, information back from them and I will, uh, work to get that to you guys tomorrow. I need to take a deeper look at it. (laughs) So, you know, I don't want to give you guys half, half stories when we can give you the full story later on um and um i think that's basically it obviously again the the big story uh will be uh you know what's going on in hanover and that will continue to be (laughs) be the big story for 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 a while i i i feel of course they also begin school uh, next week so we'll be focusing on them next week as well so again that's the latest for its news to us the tuesday uh evening edition of its news to us for david lefkowitz i'm news director matt Demline, and we will talk to you
0: tomorrow